This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and one day you will awake to find your friends are now into golfing. Ooh. I'm Brandy Posey, and naming your child Dweezel pretty much guarantees they're going to be good at identifying bark and bad at maintaining a decent credit score. <laughs> I'm Tess Parker, and nothing highlights an ill-considered tattoo like a bridesmaid dress. <laughs> and this is Ladies and Ladies. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. everybody welcome to the show thank you you're welcome <laughs> you're doubly welcome Triply welcome <laughs> welcome what the fuck wow <laughs> just wow Whatever. it's day three of a heat wave in los angeles oh, yeah Sad. we're we're all melting <clears throat> it's terrible and it like i hate it when it's this hot that you can't help but talk about it because you feel like an asshole but you have to well because I you know. need an excuse everyone needs to kind of like put out there like this is why we're all acting like assholes and this yeah. is why none of us can do shit you actually mm-hmm. get an excuse yeah i don't know why we're yeah. complaining though because this is what we've always wanted what i didn't want this shit no oh, i did i like it when it's 75 here i, I like it no, when it I feels don't want like this at all yeah yeah uh-huh. i like when it like, feels mediterranean not like a desert I like I know but don't you don't aren't we always saying we want like an excuse for everyone just to chill but that that's not this everyone's like going crazy yeah eh. <laughs> I'm, I right. mean I, you know it's hotter than I'd like it but I'm not going crazy <laughs> you're well you're not because you're always chill this is just like this always is just you being extra crazy, chill though. I'm like always chilling combo. yeah yeah so this is yeah. just me and my natural habitat okay I think that's why I think that's why the lizard came into my room twice because the lizard's my spirit. Yeah. yeah. When wait, when did a lizard come into your room? Wait, remember that? Oh, when they told yeah. the story. Oh, twice. Okay. And then it yeah. came back a year later on the anniversary and a lizard has come into this house. A lizard has come into this house? A, a lizard has come into this house. Oh shit. And I never found Cue it. Cue the lizard theme song. Oh man. <laughs> I'm going mean, to bring our guest on. Yeah, bring our guest. Super song. exciting conversation. Yeah. Um, she's a wonderful singer songwriter. Her album Plain, she's finishing up right now and look for that in early 2016. And we're related, Jessica Rotter. Hello. <laughs> I don't even know what to call us cuz like what we're like third we're, cousins or something. Yeah. I just say I cousins. Say cousin. I just yeah. say cousin. Yeah. I have a big family too, and it's like if you're kind of a cousin, you're just, you're a, just cousin. a cousin. But then when people start asking the story, it becomes kind of. <laughs> Don't well, I ask think the story. I was thinking yeah. about. Well, we're gonna. I'm well, gonna yeah. say it because I want to <laughs> think about it. My grandpa, uh, or her grandfather was married to my grandfather's sister. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wait. Your grandpa was married to she, your grandpa's sister. Yeah. Right. So. Okay, that's super removed. 
yeah, I mean, it's like third cousins. Third cousins, then. yeah, third yeah. cousins, but it, like a really close. But we're Italian, family. so ah, okay. it all matters. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, my dad didn't grow up knowing her set, her family that well. And then, like when I got older and I moved out here, he was like, "Oh, I want to hang out, you know, try and hang out with my family more." So now I've been seeing her family, and they're all fucking so cool. Oh, nice. thanks. And they're all like, "Are Aww. you guys all musicians?" I mean, your parents are. Is we're your all in the arts. Yeah, yeah, everyone's in the arts. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's and my, uh, my my grandpa wouldn't have met my grandma without your grandpa because right. her grandpa used to arrange music for Glenn for Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller. Yeah, Glenn Miller. He was a big yeah. band musician. And my mm. grandpa used to play clarinet, and so he met through that. And then her that's actually so how he came awesome. out to I went to his ninety third birthday, Aww. and he was wailing on Hell the clarinet yeah. for like four Fuck hours. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Incredible. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's so cool because I feel like my family's not very like I'm my mom does art, but I'm like the only other person who like went out and did anything. So it must be cool to have like everybody like that's the norm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's pretty awesome. It was. It, yeah, it is awesome. Do you guys it's, just get together and jam? Um, Surprisingly, no. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. that can get weird. You also don't want to be the family that only jams. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You don't want to get a little too <laughs> honestly. Honestly, I've been, to, you know, to those functions. It's not the Partridge right. family. Uh, honestly, I you think don't have a bus. Peop- no, no <laughs> <Okay>. bus. <laughs> I think people are like less supportive because we're all in the arts. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, so like it's like kind of no big like deal. Like, oh, I know you do music. Yeah, I used to also. Like, you know, not like <laughs> like oh my god, she's got a concert coming up. Right. Like, I mean, go. okay, no, there's an element. It just depends. Some okay. people are jaded. Some people are not. Right. Maybe I shouldn't be it. saying this on a podcast. It's I'm not naming fun. names. There's no. 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 But, but that's natural. I think that happens no matter what in any family. You just have the right. extra element of like everyone kind of being in the same world to that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When I was yeah. in college, I think Barbara got in touch with my mom and sent over a documentary about Barbies. Oh, oh your yeah. doll documentary. Oh, doll yeah. documentary. I, yeah. Barbara got in touch with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna want to see my And I said, Who's that? <laughs> my calling card and then know. i was excited to meet her because she's cooler than <laughs> so that was your first kind of like what the first thing you knew about barbara was that yeah was a but then but then when i saw barbara do stand up for the first time i was dying i could honestly oh, like please. i brought one of my best friends who's a casting director um and <laughs> we were both like oh my god this is so good because i don't know i'm just kind of used to seeing female comedians i don't know be super either like super overly sexual or like really right. down on themselves mm-hmm. and i thought i think that was a was trend really for good. a really long time yeah. and like and it's changing yeah. now now we're having all different kinds which is mm-hmm. great you want all yeah, of it totally you know? yeah yeah um, exactly. well thank you that's very sweet yeah, thank you to say do you still have the doll doc oh yeah i we should put, i should put it on my youtube actually i'm oh, really yeah. proud of it you like should. it was a uh, it was i made it in my documentary class in a uh, college and it's like, think like one of the only things I actually finished in school because the last like two years of school, I was just like, fuck this. And I yeah. just didn't finish anything. Um, but I was really proud of it. And like my fucking teacher kept insisting that I do a voiceover on it. He was like, you really need to do a voiceover and like explain what your experience is. No, and I was like, don't no. go Michael Moore. I was don't like, I have it. no, this is not my world. This, these no. are people who collect dolls. It is not me. Like, right, like you're showing it. It's not something where you're Right, and he yourself. like insisted because he had made one terrible documentary where Ugh. of course it's all him talking 
and he like forced us to watch it and it was just like well no wonder you're teaching this class at a fucking shitty yeah you know, that's school. the worst part about those kind of film professors they're just like i have one experience from the 80s exactly that's let why me. i had to come out to school in la because i am from here and then i went to film school in boston and like my one teacher had sold an episode of full house like 15 yeah. years ago and, and i was like that's uh, what I'm they going get their to- job based on yeah i was exactly. like i'm going back to la mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah i did that and then like I remember I got into like a fight with him because they were supposed to um, showcase the documentaries and I had worked so hard on it. And there was like also a football game that night. So he's like, oh, we're going to do it tomorrow night. And I was like, I have people. I like freaked <laughs> oh, out. Bridezilla on your Hell dog yeah. But it felt, it felt good to like good. fight, you know. Yeah. He yeah. also was like fucking his student aide who like, hey, we're having a weird affair the whole time. So I was like, eh. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That keeps, co- that I do like that about college is the added element of uh, like kind of legal teacher, mm. stu- parent, teacher, parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all possible. Everyone's everyone's legal. My mom. Oh, sorry. My mom was my dad's flute teacher. Really? Really? (laughs) So they really was teacher parent for you. My yeah, my my parents, but they were teacher student. But yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. Did you guys have any crushes on like any of Uh, your professors? Professors? No, all my professors either had like chin beards or hawaiian shirts so no oh. not in you, film school, school in drexel or in philadelphia okay. at like film school there i mm. had an insane like debilitating crush <laughs> on my first screenwriting teacher at ucla like i was I 17 you saying oh, he yeah. was larry oh my god larry. he was like this chubby <laughs> middle-aged what? bald jewish guy and he wrote for picket fences and i was obsessed obsessed with him i like i would just sit in high school like fantasizing about larry i loved him (laughs) oh yeah because you went you went like during your senior year or whatever um well i started taking college classes when i was a sophomore oh okay uh yeah i I guess i was i was 17 so i was a senior but uh oh my god and then one night his wife came to class and i was so fucking pissed like i was so (laughs) psycho i would like (laughs) just stalk him at every break i was so obsessed with him. oh my god do you think he had any idea (sighs) no yeah no clue <laughs> no clue well that's good at least you didn't like yeah. you know really put it out there yeah i think he just i mean right you know i was 17 and he was like in his middle age i think he thought that it was just like a normal student teacher relationship yeah right. Makes i sense. would assume i had a crush on my english teacher he was so cute oh. and i'm pre- okay he focused our whole class on music so like we would all discover music and like send him a mix cd and then like write about our Wait, favorite song this is like part of he because i know it's you know what when you're a teacher you can do whatever you want i do love those teachers yeah and i also surf yeah Yeah. totally no he was i mean he was like the cool teacher i hung out with all the kids Mm -hmm. and also like all my friends went abroad that year so i was just like in english class like you're cute and new (laughs) um i swear though i put on lip gloss one time in class and he dismissed us early it was so awkward Wait, what do you mean? Like, like he I was sitting there and I attention? put on lip gloss and he kept like stuttering and looking at me. Oh, and she then, was like, oh, oh, and then he's like, I think we're going to be done for the day. And I was oh, like, damn. Um. But you know, that's a very responsible but way of dealing with that. That's true. Yeah, and that's like, nice. maybe we could have fallen in love, but he's gone now. So. Wow. And he's, like, that's the power of lip gloss in the 90s. You guys know oh, yeah. some. Uh... I think if, <laughs> if you stared at a boy and seductively put on lip gloss, it would still do something. Maybe gloss it's itself though is so like it's yeah. so nineties. No, so I don't use the sticky stuff. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's that, oh mm. god, that little that little tube. Mm. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the mixed CD thing is so funny. Right. I mean, I would I totally if you had, if you had a crush on him, was it all the songs just like I love you? No, you're no. older, but I'm younger. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no they were songs I liked. <laughs> um, I made I made a mixed CD for a different professor too in college, just because I was like, I know I'm failing your class, but like maybe. <laughs> Did it work? Damn, girl. No, it didn't work. And oh. I was feeling because of attendance because I was so busy, but like, whatever. Sounds like the beginning to a John Cusack movie. And I still had to retake it. Whatever. <laughs> oh, oh man. I failed mix. History of Rock and Roll. In what? What? Because I never showed up. Right. I yeah, failed public speaking. I failed public speaking. Really? Yeah, because it was like, I took it like an 8 a.m. summer school session. I just slept through it every morning. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was I, I was in like I was away at college, but I was like home for the summer taking it at community college. So I was like, I'm too good for this community college. And <laughs> I would just show up every morning like with a blanket and like blatantly sleep in class. Oh, my and God. And I had no idea right. why I failed. Yeah, <laughs> I failed my fr- I not. I didn't fail, but I like did not do well in my first speech class. My teacher was a real B, though. Yeah. Our very first thing we had to do, we had to memorize like we had to memorize a poem and recite it in front of the whole class and then like talk about what it meant to you and I have like such a bad memory for shit that I haven't written I have a bad memory for stuff that I have written and I was just like I can't do this and she was like she gave me like a D and it was like I got a D on like my first speech and I was like what the fuck man I can't remember <clears throat> any grades or uh, fucking sometimes I miss call it like if I'm ever on a campus I'm like oh and I'm like what no I hated this oh I yeah. liked it I mean I hated the end of it like the last like year I just wanted to be <sighs> Yeah. I also was there five years. So. Yeah. <laughs> one extra year. Yeah. That'll I was just like it. at that point. Yeah. yeah. That one, if you go, if I feel like if you stay for that extra year, it's probably like when you sleep in an hour too late, like it seems like such the way to go, but it, it's not no. a good sleep. It just makes you sick and you right. shouldn't have done yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I like came out here for six months during my junior year for an internship. That's like part of what Drexel does. And then I had to go back and like finish my whole senior year in Philadelphia. And I was like, uh, just in LA for six months doing my shit and I had like taken a UCB class when I was out here and I made I like strong arm Drexel into giving me credit for UCB classes in New York nice. so I would like go up and take sketch classes up there my senior year because I was just like it's the only way I'm gonna yeah, make, make it feel, for another 12 months I feel like if I had come out here from Salt Lake for an intern there's no I would never yeah, have yeah. Gone there's back. no way <laughs> I mean my my dad would have I, I needed to graduate for him yeah so, yeah yeah it's that's one why of those. you do it I yeah like it's for your parents Gap years are definitely the way to go. Like I will encourage every child to Wait, what take is a year, like take a year off after high school. Oh right, go yeah. do yeah. what you want to do. Decide what you actually need to study in school. Mm-hmm. And like, if that I did is that, true because the first year is just being like, I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. let me just hemorrhage money. Exactly. And, uh, and you like, yeah. I feel like at eighteen, you are so not like formed as a person, and you just make such bad financial yeah. decisions. Like, right. you, the idea of a school being expensive meant nothing to me because i was like of course <laughs> everything gets figured out i'll go wherever mm-hmm. the fuck i want like, yeah and oh, now my mom's texting me every week being like hey the student loan people are calling me and i'm yeah. like ah. <laughs> <laughs> oops no like you're so like down to screw over future you at 18 like you <laughs> yeah. don't have a but i don't know that one year helps that like i don't know if one year off would have made me be like i know you know i think some some dose of reality at that age would have been good though mm-hmm. like some kind of a job that i was like <sighs> what right because you see how hard people work yeah totally you don't realize that when you're right out of high school you're like oh Mm -hmm. i can change my major five times and like get drunk every night but i I still think the invincibility of that age oh that's there's nothing you can do about that but i feel like you might have a little bit more perspective if you Mm -hmm. put a little because high school is like such a sheltered existence like going like straight from that That is true yeah yeah Yeah, if you had some co-workers that were like 
shut the fuck up like every once in a while for that first <laughs> right. year i think that maybe you're going to college being like okay a middle-aged woman hates me good like <laughs> that's a good thing i think or, i mean if you can swing it i really think like whenever i see someone who's like in their early 20s just like downward spiraling you just have to ship yourself to europe just go be yeah. homeless in europe for mm-hmm. a year if nothing else <laughs> i know i'm sad i didn't do that me i mean too. i'm gonna do it i think hopefully in the next few years but <gasps> yeah. i mean not be homeless really? in europe, but i'm gonna go over there yeah yeah I think yeah. it makes you a better person. I think so, too. Sure. I know it's like such a trope, but I've seen so many people that have just come back such different, especially in that age, that, like your early 20s. Sometimes that's just like what you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's just Or Asia. Oh, yeah. Well, it just like gets Somewhere. you out of Not here. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere other than here. Yeah. 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 Well, it just like gets you out of like what your bubble is. You're like, oh, there's there are billions of people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should go see how other people live. Yeah. It's yeah. not just only the people in my town and like. The- yeah. Yeah, my Get high school boyfriend or whatever the fuck you have going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Hi. got I got really bummed when um. Did you guys see that article a couple weeks ago about how like they discovered a planet that might be able to sustain Earth like life on Earth? Oh yes, so, yeah, which is awesome. We need that. Yeah, no, we definitely do because we're fucking this one up really bad. But I got like really bummed when I read the article. And then I was like, oh, it's because. It's somewhere in my brain, I still think that I'll be able to explore this entire planet in my lifetime. I know rationally I wouldn't be able to, but then having this new planet that I was like, oh, there's physically no way for me to go and see this planet that I could live on. Like my brain like went there and I was like, there's like, I was like, oh, I'm facing my own mortality now that there's like another planet. Oh shit. Like I'm going to be dead right. before like I could ever be able to explore I don't it. know if that's true. You might be able to yeah, see that planet. We might, you might live to like 150. Don't get me started on the robots. We'll be right back. <laughs> Wait, no, we gotta. Oh. Uh, we're gonna do the song. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, we'll be yeah, like yeah. after. Okay, uh, so we're gonna have Jessica uh, do a song. Well, it's already recorded. She's not doing it live. Everyone. <laughs> we're gonna play one of the songs. Yeah, we're gonna play one of the songs from uh, Jessica's upcoming album. It's called Winter Sun. Do you have anything you want to say about it? It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy uh, here, it. Here's Winter Sun by Jessica Rotter. Move me like the winter sun Lead me till I'm old and done Let me go, let me die On a horizon of blue and golden sky Rises, falls, it fools us all
Jessica Rotter. Hi. Hello. Singer, songwriter, and my cousin, wow. and all around yeah. wonderful person. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play Who, What, When, Where, Why with you. Cool. You want to hear the great song? Uh huh. Okay, good. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? It's Barbara holding that note <laughs> at the end there. No, I can no tell. Deal. I can tell. Do you want to you want to cut that into your new album? Or? I love it. Barbara yeah. can sing though too. We can feel yeah, the influence. You can. Yeah. I don't know if people know that. Or <laughs> I not. mean, oh my god, my parents like they want. They wish I was doing that so bad. They wish I was really? doing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, you know, like it, we come from a musical like background, and I definitely feel like me a musically inclined person, but I just went towards comedy. But like I know my parents just want me up there, like being like, hey, you know, like. <laughs> They don't want me to be doing well, comedy. That's probably, they associate that with you being young and right. like you being their little baby. Well, yeah. of course. No, I think it's just mostly like, it's much more innocent than, you well, know. Yeah. Don't I think our parents would probably prefer us to do a lot of things <laughs> over what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I mean, but you're, without but a doubt. You, you, you know, you felt okay with yours, right? Because your parents are musicians. Oh, so yeah. There wasn't oh, yeah. any pushback. I'm no, no, no. It's yeah. push forward. Yeah. yeah exactly. I gave yeah. pushback at one point. And then I... <laughs> found my own version of it i was studying opera for a while oh wow and i was like "Mm, i feel too much pressure here so no thanks opera seems intense it's really well it's really intense and you have to live like a nun like yeah because your voice can't have a family you really yeah well because you're constantly traveling you have to travel you have to be like we just lost someone to uh munich (laughs) so she's she's over there um i know right (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no it's it's really it's crazy you can't drink you can't eat anything that's not good for you although i've been kind of dealing with a little bit of that myself right now but yeah yeah Yeah, i think just singing at a professional level it's almost like being a model where like your body totally is your maker so yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah it seems like a lot (laughs) yeah it is it's a lot but i found my own version of it and my music's more folksy and I get to have a little grunge in there. So I don't yeah, know. It's crystal kind of nice. clear all the time. You know? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go. Uh, what did I write down for the first question? Oh, yeah. This one fits right in. Um, who is your biggest musical influence? I don't know. Honestly, like, okay. <laughs> Growing up, I listened to like Whitney Houston well, and yeah. Yeah. the oldies. 
I mean, I love the Beatles, but now it's like my music doesn't sound like Whitney Houston. So right. that's fine. Yeah, that is. I uh, when if we are ever like getting interviewed and I get asked stuff, I'm always like, I don't fucking know. Like, right. Oh, yeah, I think a lot comedy. of that happens on People kind of like funny. an unconscious level. It's sort of hard to yeah. know who's really influenced you. Sometimes I think. Yeah, I mean, like Jim Carrey is my idol as a kid, and my right. comedy is nothing like what he does. Right. But like, he's probably my biggest young comedy influence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say honestly, like. The folk music from Sweden is my like soul influence currently. Like that's what makes me super happy. And like Jose Gonzalez and Anna Brunn and all of the Licky Lee. Those people are. Oh, that's cool. Like my favorite stuff. That is kind of happy, whimsical music. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. 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 I only know Licky Lee of those people, but yeah. (laughs) I like organic, organic textures that are modern, but like pull from folk influences. Okay. Ooh, hell yeah. Wow. That was Smarties a mm, party yeah. over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that musician answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm constantly like, I think that we shouldn't have this electronic sound here. Can we replace it with something real? Like that's kind right, of been the right. theme of my that's album. Nice, though. No, it's been super fun. Yeah. It's been super fun. I've been loving it. It's gotta it. be so fun to uh whenever like we make something and just like editing it. And like really like picking out like the best parts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's got to be so fun creating an album that way because you just get to craft everything. Yeah. It's and it's so, so interesting to see how it can go one way or the other versus, you know, if you choose to replace that. Yeah. Sound. It's so easy for it to go in the wrong direction, too. I actually released one song um, that I'm. I am reproducing for my album because I was like, this isn't what I want. It you sounds just really like cool, her but kept it's not hearing right. it and it wasn't right. Yeah, it just, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's been really fun reproducing it because I'm like, this is what I originally wanted. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. It's been fun. That's cool. Really cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, what's the first thing you noticed about someone? Notice. Notice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's um, the first thing you noticed about us someone. <laughs> like someone. when i see a person what do yeah, i yeah. notice yeah like what's your first instinct to hmm. that's an interesting question yeah I also mean, these don't have any right answers because i don't know what the fuck my answer is to that one well i also don't want to sound like super like sound out it. there no, oh, really? <laughs> no. What is it? Say it. i feel like i connect with people's souls first is that that's no. so obsessed oh, with myself so to cute. say that but like no that's great i don't know like i don't really have like a through line with like physical attraction or like or like when i meet someone i feel like like i can always kind of sense if i don't know i'm really like whatever <laughs> no i know no, what you right. mean like people definitely give off a very specific yeah. kind of like intangible mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you guys just say it. aura everyone just it's say like i don't even know and i literally don't know anything about auras i, I cannot speak to auras i have no idea i cannot speak to auras but have you been told that you have a good one i have me too <laughs> i have been told that <laughs> mine sucks got a subpar no but like okay i think that if we've met someone in the future our souls can sense it so Wait, like if like if someone means something to you in the entire span of your life, because time think, is a flat circle. Yes, oh, I think you that you them. inside your soul can sense that they already matter to you. I agree. I, I that. that's kind of what I think deja vu is too. Yeah, it's like mm. you're already on the right thing towards your future, so mm-hmm. like you can see where you are because you've already been there because you know you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, we're I see what you guys are saying. Yeah, okay. we all know. I feel like I don't feel that way only because like I've been so indecisive my whole life about so many things mm. that I've never felt like the one thing was the right way or something. I don't really know. 
You don't have like gut kind of feelings about this? I do, but then they like change the next moment. Right. It's it's really weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, I don't know. But I get what you mean about obviously like meeting somebody and feeling like your kindred spirits or whatever. Yeah. 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 I feel like I have that experience, you know, when you're like traveling, you meet so many different comedians or whoever like Mm -hmm. out there and there's those ones that you just really connect with and you're like, oh, okay, we're like buddies. Well, you have like an automatic shorthand with them. Right. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But it's hard because like you can't always develop that. Sometimes it's just that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I have those all the time. Like even um, this chick that was in yoga next to me the other day, like she had like on a shirt for a running club and like I just like she was also a blonde kind of stonery looking chick mm-hmm. and just afterwards i was like i have the same shoes and she was like have you seen their new uh running track running ones and i was like yeah and i was like do you go to that running club me too nice. <laughs> like we just kind of like ha- like it was just like right <laughs> off the bat like it's weird how some people you just can kind of like notice that they're a lot like you i guess well, yeah. I guess that's just obvious they look like you i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> no but totally no. i met someone i met someone on the airplane last weekend who was awesome and i really enjoyed talking to him and then we parted ways. And yeah. I was like, oh. I like those moments. So oh. I do too. I like, I like a person that just comes into your life for yeah. a little bit and just means something and it's fine. Like a brief yeah. interaction where it's like, yeah, you get it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is going to be my chance to plug the TV show Fargo because there oh. are moments like that in that show where they introduce a character and it's only for like the benefit of having that weird like interaction you just needed with like a person and yeah. then you don't see them again. Whoa. So anyway, oh, cool. I'll connect that to a TV that show. Cool. Hey, you're <laughs> welcome, Cohen brothers. <laughs> I need to finish that. I watched the first episode and it was too violent for Sean, which is weird. What? Usually, Whoa. We're watching Narcos right now. and I don't think, I mean, I, I mean, I guess hmm. I, don't, I don't, violence doesn't really like, it affects me, me usually, but I really liked it just because of how stylized it was. But I'm usually really sensitive. I'll watch violent stuff, but I'll have my hands over my eyes for like half of it. I don't like violence. Right. Violence doesn't bother me. The tension of like, like thrillers and stuff bothers me way more than violence like gore never bothers me don't watch like, it follows because it follows is so fucking see, creepy i love like creepy thrilly stuff Ooh, i hate it oh it's my God. the tension is awful and you just want to like die. oh i love that you should watch it okay anyway but yeah like people who yeah i met somebody on a plane i wish i remembered our interaction because it was so good and like so she was like so encouraging and all these things that i like needed right, at that yeah. moment yeah. no mm-hmm. like where it's like okay i'll just say it where it's like you're kind of like on the same wavelength <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool though so you know but then the other thing is do you notice them when it's the opposite you know what i mean when i want that person out of my life when they're just yeah when you're just like yeah yeah i do i get i get grossed out or creeped out by people so so frequently and i i just there's no reason there's no sign i'm just like you're weird i don't like this Oh you yeah, know? totally. I have my gut instinct goes off about people all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I think I yeah again. I I think I'm just like, I give too many people a chance. Maybe I just I I'm don't with know. you on that one. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. good fault to have, honestly, because you should treat everyone <laughs> yeah. with respect. It has its pluses and its minuses. Yeah, right. yeah they're both yeah. they're both good. Bad. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. As I get older, it's definitely more attuned to like. Oh nope! Yeah. Get the fuck away! You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, you're just like I got shit to do, man. Yeah. I don't need you to be an asshole right now. Right. <laughs> I just today there was like some article on Splitsider about um, Colbert's writing staff of like men versus women, and I just looked at the comments and I was like, I'm just gonna block these 17 people so they never know who I am. <laughs> it's a thing that I do like all the time. If I see an article that I'm just like, there's gonna be some douchebags on this, I'll just block people. Seriously? Bef- yeah, I do it all the time. I have like 650 people block on Facebook. 
Or I'm just like, you'll never know who I am. And, and see, that's your punishment. I'll like oh. get into a conversation with the guy who's trying to sell you a CD at the bus stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You're a comedian. So you need that. Right, like I kind of almost like seek out yeah. those situations it, to a fault. I mean, I guess but, I've just like had so many of them happen to me, whether I want them or not. Oh, yeah. That I just like to block as many. Because I'm just like, I know they'll always be there. I just want to block as many yeah. of them as possible. Totally. Because there's especially so many people in the world. We don't need. Yeah. You don't need totally. those 650 people. No, fuck in no. your life. No. There's some guy whose name is like Josephus something or other. And I was just like, there's no way me and Josephus are ever going to get along. Peace, See bro. Your fucking You're just out of my feet. Yeah. Do you guys have mutual friends or just like a total stranger? Complete stranger. And you're like, I just never want to interact with Complete you. stranger. Okay, yeah. That's crazy. Get the fuck out. You don't ever, you don't ever get to know who I am. <laughs> I like that it's Facebook jokes. It's like, well, it's right. just the internet. I no, mean, I know, but I just don't want to see their comments. If they've said right. something ignorant yeah, somewhere, yeah, I never want to see. see yeah, I'm just totally. like, I don't ever want to hear your opinion again. No, it's good. You're very, you're just slowly whittling them all yeah, completely out of your awareness. It's great. At least on Facebook. Yeah, on yeah. Facebook. Because it's like I get enough of them in the world. Yeah, it's right. like, yeah, we don't need to just see that all the time. No. I unfriend people a lot. Oh, dude, like if yeah. so, if someone says something that's like, yeah, yeah, there's off. no point. I'm not gonna argue. Yeah. I'm just goodbye. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to see her Get out. Ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm in <laughs> you can't change I'm a man, and you definitely can't change a Facebook commentator's mind. No, right. I'll stand by those two things. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where do you like to go to get away from everyone? And you have a two-year-old, so I don't, you know. Yeah, do you get away from everyone? Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, it's. I do. I have a two-year-old, so I frequently will just be able to get away by driving him around for a nap, and it's like honestly my own time. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, I mean, if I like take the time to be by myself and like he's with someone else and I'm doing my own thing, I love going to the beach. I love. Um, Okay, there's this place called Lake Shrine, and it's like this transcendentalist meditation center. And I swear to God, it's Disneyland for meditators. Wait, the one on Sunset? The one yeah. On Sunset? yeah, I love that place. This is great. It's so I <laughs> love it. I George Harrison's ashes are partially buried. There. Elvis used to go there all the time, yeah, and so used did to uh, go Andy Kaufman. It's amazing. Just for writing I'm a or huge meditating Elvis or whatever. Fan. We yeah, are too. Huge. Elvis oh, all fan. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? What Elvis? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. I cried at his grave. <laughs> it's intense Grace it's really intense. one of the most intense places it's so intense and yeah. you don't realize what a good person he was until you go through all of it you're like no, you're a legend and then you're like oh my god you were such a good person all those checks yeah. to the charities mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. All- oh my god <laughs> it's like oh my god he loved blazing saddles yeah. 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 Well, he didn't i know that's them. true that's yeah, true yeah. i mean or just like i just love seeing his go-karts that he was just like so white trash to me and i love yeah. all this mm-hmm. his i mean honestly his house is amazing it's okay awesome. wait talk about energy energy um, <laughs> or um, no in his kitchen he had these yellow ceramic baskets that had fruit fruit in them mm-hmm. and i have the middle size of those baskets and i got it at a thrift store in palm springs and i swear to god i bet he gave it to his manager oh. and it was like discarded so you, you think go that to was Palm Springs all the time. I know. You yeah. think that was his? I have a feeling. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's really I mean, cool. you connect. I mean, you connected. With I mean, wouldn't yeah. that be crazy? No, yeah. it's because awesome. I'm sure it's you a huge it's possibility. Yeah. I'm gonna like write them a letter and be like, "Is this potentially Elvis? Take that Will you give me fifteen thousand dollars so yeah. I can go on tour?" Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not anthrax in this envelope. Thanks. <laughs> that too. <laughs> 
Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, oh, I don't oh, this, getting away. Wait, what getting is this away. meditation yeah, about? You'll love it. It's, I mean, it's kind of cheesy looking, honestly. That's okay. But I, I'm so adaptable to, yeah. you know, It's whatever. really peaceful. It's like in the Palisades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this oh, okay. gorgeous, it's like, kind of garden with, like, rivers and, like, little bridges. A big bridges. lake you can walk around. Oh, my God. There's there's swans in it. There's this little room where you can just go in and meditate, like, mm-hmm. and it's free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really I'm not, a, do you awesome. meditate a lot? Um, no, okay. I just like sitting in silence and thinking. Right. Um, yeah. And like, it's a good way to, I don't know, you have to write songs. So like, no, of course you need, you need that silent. time. You need that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to Pepperdine, so it's like right down the it's really PCH. Close so I went yeah. there a lot. It's really college. quiet and just like got a good feeling. What's the deal? What's the deal? <laughs> uh, I've always wondered though, like who owns that place? It's this weird, like it's called the Center for Self-Realization. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, the idea is like it's Buddhist, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, and Hindu, yeah, all in one. Yeah. I, so I went to one of their like religious services for a journalism class in college. Uh, and it was a little bit. It's not really my thing. It just it's very ecumenical. Like everything is there at once. Um, so I think that's who owns it. Okay. But um, the I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation of his name. But there's like a a monk paramahansa yogananda yeah who was Damn, like Gina. that might be wrong not sure think paramahansa right. <laughs> he's like uh, i think the like forefather of this like type of meditation maybe all yeah. of this could be wrong so I mean, don't. we don't, we don't know, know much more than us. Yeah. For I've just listeners. gotten stoned there a couple times and walked around. <laughs> this, I've, I've right. got that guy's biography. I've never read it. Yeah. Just on my bookshelf. So I'll never read it though. Someone else you really? can. Yeah. It's like a $3 book I got there the first time I went there and I was like, Shit. I'll buy this. I'm, I know I'll never, I brought it home. I was like, I'm never going to read this. No, of course. No. That's yeah. there. His face is nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice long hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone who's listening can tell you guys the truth but like Elvis <laughs> or we could liked, google it yeah no nah, we'll, we'll we'll just, just let it sit there yeah, i'm just gonna in, i think in. you're right i'm just taking your cool yeah yeah, yeah just, definitely just let go. it be mm-hmm. that's where elvis <laughs> would go there all the time because nobody would bother him there yeah oh that's awesome yeah, it was like one of his God, favorite can spots. you imagine that must have been amazing because yeah. it's just like that's one thing that seems so unappealing about like being famous just like <sighs> that level ugh, man you can't <sighs> do anything without people just always being up your ass no yeah yeah, it's crazy because I was thinking the other day, I used to always say that I wanted to be the Paul Rudd level of fame. And I was mm. just like, oh, Paul Rudd's like a big... No, he's real famous now. Yeah, yeah. Well, who do you he guys want to be? Oh, what level of fame? Oh, I'd say like Amy Sedaris. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. That's a good one. Right? That's a really good one. Yeah, Because yeah, she yeah. like does all of her... Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. She um she had her own show called Strangers with Candy. Uh, you would recognize her. She's been like a character actress in a lot of stuff. She's yeah. really well respected and just gets really to do really well fun. Really well respected and gets to like do fun stuff. And then like she also does all this like craft books and stuff like that. Yeah, she has books. Mm. She produces stuff. She still waitresses. Yeah. And yeah. sells cheese balls out of her apartment in Manhattan. <laughs> what? She's just like the that. cutest person <laughs> She's ever. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's, awesome. that's a re- I think I would go... David Sedaris and I'll be your brother. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. there you go. You guys. I think I would be like Sufjan Stevens. Because oh, I yeah. feel like, he, like not everyone look, knows what he looks like, but most people like mm-hmm. his music. <laughs> Did he ever do more than just the Illinois? Oh, yeah. No, he, yeah. Has he done a lot of the oh, states? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and I love, see, I also really like his career because he has the ability to go and live in a different state for a year and write yeah. an album. And oh, I was love what he to does? do that. Yeah. Frequently. Oh, his that's so most cool. recent album was about his parents or his mom and his stepdad or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah i feel like he's not 
the kind of person that you're like hounding on the street, but people respect him. Yeah. You want artistic respect in the sheets <laughs> and anonymity on the street. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're going to have that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Well, hello. We are back. I'm Tess. I'm Brandy. I'm Barbara. And we're here with Jessica Rotter. Hello. Hi. And uh, <laughs> we're going to answer your guys' lady problems. If you have any, send them to us at lady to lady at maximumfun.org. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love watching singers whenever, <laughs> whenever they hear a theme song. It's always fun watching people hear this, but especially, yeah, musicians yeah. just like, hey, ah, huh? I love it. So <laughs> we're multi-talented. Did we make that one as a ringtone? Or did we yeah, that we one did. Is, that one oh. is a ringtone. Email us. We will get it to Email you. us. It'll be on the <laughs> website someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. for now, if but you want to through the back door. A, a few people have i want the people <laughs> yeah. who have downloaded it let us know i want to know what your life oh yeah is like now, what are people saying when, when that happens yeah yeah i'm just impressed that people still have ringtones i don't know think my phone's been you on can not do silent. it i mean yeah oh, i just oh, like you're saying yeah. yeah i'm all my phone's always on silent right. so it's cool man okay lady problem my girlfriend and i recently broke up after a two and a half year relationship we were living together and i thought it was a so you single hey girl <laughs> my mutual friend our mutual friend got married on labor day and my ex-girlfriend was her best friend and one of her bridesmaids in the wedding i knew the bride before i met my ex-girlfriend and when her boyfriend proposed i was excited and i and because we were friends i assumed that i was invited along the wedding my ex-girlfriend and i broke up a couple of months before the wedding and i wasn't sure where i stood with the bride afterward i thought i would still be invited but i never got an invitation and they never reached out I know that I'm not owed an explanation on why I wasn't invited to the wedding because it is her wedding and she can decide who to invite. If I was in her shoes, I know that I wouldn't want everyone who thought they would be they would be invited to reach out and ask why not. My real concern is how to bring up the question on if the bride and I are still friends after the breakup with my ex-girlfriend. After a breakup, friends of the couple should generally pick sides on who they will stay friends with. It's fucked up, but it happens. Because I knew her before I met my ex-girlfriend, I assumed that we would stay in touch and still be friends. Should I reach out to her and ask her directly if we were still friends? Or does her not inviting me to her wedding give me my answer? Oh, okay. So, I think what happened is, yeah, there is that thing of, like, people do two sides, which fucking suck. That happened to me when I broke up with my ex, and it was really lame of some people. But uh, the wedding thing, I think, in particular, is, like, its own thing, because I think you're just so hyper aware of like not wanting to have any situation that could be dramatic because yeah. you have to remember at a wedding there's open bar mm -hmm. people yeah get emotional. you don't want to put and you don't also don't want to put your friends through seeing their ex at this very at a wedding thing. Yeah. yeah so i don't think it's a friendship thing if i had to guess i think it's just like she just didn't want that but drama why would she say to him like hey i'm really sorry it's weird that she didn't even reach out yeah it's weird yeah kind of weird to not even say anything about it but she probably feels shitty about like i think it's it's one of those things where it's like you're just like in such an awkward position that like what can you even say so you kind of just don't say anything and hope that that flies yeah, yeah and like weddings are also so stressful too that i could see them being like 
we're not going to invite them. And then like not even of having course. the thought to be like, oh, fuck, I should have like said something. That's yeah. extra stress for them on top of it. Exactly. Do you think it's like reaching out and like not talking about the wedding and just being like, hey, I want to hear about your honeymoon or whatever. Do you want to go get coffee? Or I think so, because she probably knows that like she did something that at least kind of hurts her feelings, you know? So I think she might be, do- and not that this is the right thing to do, but this very like human thing of like avoiding someone after you've created some awkwardness. Yeah. So I think if you extend the olive branch and you kind of like, you don't even have to say this, but if you just show that like, Hey, it's cool. I get it. Weddings were stressful. And just kind of like mention and bring and like, she'll probably bring it up when she sees like, say something like, Oh, I'm sorry. Make up something. But like, it's cool anyway. And then yeah. change the subject and, and move on. Yeah. And I think that'll help you get over it or like help like your friendship kind of get over that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but what if like she doesn't want to be his friend anymore well then fuck her well <laughs> yeah then she's then you're done yeah yeah i think you'll i think it'll be clear the first time you attempt to hang out and kind of like it sucks i don't think that you should be the one to have to bring it up but you might have to be the one to kind of show that you're fine with it yeah. um but if after that it's clear that she doesn't want to be friends then she can go fuck herself yeah. yeah yeah exactly i mean you know because it's lame there is i i've had plenty of friends break up and i found a way to be friends with both of them even when they don't get along with each other and yeah. it is kind oh, of an awkward position and to then be it's in. fun you get to hear all the shit they talk about each other and not <laughs> say anything yeah, yeah. i'm friends with everyone i've ever been with so are you <laughs> yeah i can't not be friends with people it's really weird it's kind of like codependent but, but I, <laughs> but I think that's okay. I think it's natural because a lot of times relationships are something that you have a connection, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a romantic right, one. Right. You know, exactly. and then you just realize, oh, we were meant to be friends, and that's yeah. it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And it's hard to like ignore like someone that you've had that many memories with. It's like that would be so dumb if you're not friends with them. Right. Yeah. But you know, it depends for this person. It depends on if they want to be their friend mm-hmm. i guess kind that of it's badly. also another thing it doesn't say in the email but another thing that i might think might be like might help you figure out what's going on is like was the breakup like did one of did you cheat on her or something like is it a situation where her friends are all gonna be pissed at you mm. yeah what yeah. is like the context of the breakup yeah what's the context of the breakup like, are wait, you, didn't they I say i feel like you would have said yeah he there was something he wrote at the beginning but accidentally erased and i'm not sure what <laughs> It was like a weird sentence at the beginning where you could tell he like was writing something and then it got deleted. So oh. mm. we don't know, you guys. So the mystery. It a, but it doesn't sound like it was like an angry breakup. It's like we were living together. So it was a tough I mean, breakup. I was assuming mm. it was going to say like, I thought we were going to get married. Like, right. Oh, no. I'm just looking at the full email. No, there's nothing about that. It's just like they were living together and it was. And he but he it was says right tough, there. And I thought. I thought it was a tough breakup. Oh, OK. OK. Oh. That's yeah. what he says. Okay, so there's not really any reason for their friends to be mad at him, probably. So, I think it's prob. My guess is the bride made the decision to try to circumvent any drama at the wedding. She's feeling awkward mm-hmm. about it. Because it's like she maybe just, yeah, her only option was like, I'm so close with this girl, I have to have her in my wedding. And like, yeah. that means that unfortunately. Or maybe like your ex like brought a date to the wedding and they were just like, we don't mm-hmm. want. Ooh, that could have been it too. What is she having a boyfriend? Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's protecting you. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been a, a friend move too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would just try to, like, take the wedding as, like, impersonally as possible and just be like, all right, that's fine. Weddings are what they are. It sounds like he has a good head on his shoulders as far yeah. as, like, I don't expect her to, like, you know. Right. So I It's think, her day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think as soon as she realizes that and she realizes that, like, y- it's cool, I think that uh, my guess is you guys will probably be able to continue being friends. I don't think it'll be. Yeah. Bar- I w- yeah. I would just, like, you know, reach out kind of casually relatively soon, though, and kind of just be like, hey, you're back from your honeymoon or whatever. I want to you know hope it really yeah, went, just say went hey, well. let's, let's let's grab coffee or something sometime soon uh, i'd like to catch up yeah. mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sorry, I can't say the name of the oh, man. of the email that I just got. God damn it. <laughs> Barbara just got an email that like had, she had such a visceral. It like, just says, <laughs> it's from my old work. I'm still getting my work emails from yeah. like my old building. And it the title of the email is, quietly remember September 11th in the Miracle Mile. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh no! Like, oh, that's, the, that's the most work what? email ever. Yeah, I was like, what is this email? Oh, man. sorry. Okay, sorry to mean to interrupt that with that weird. Oh my god, that weird email. <laughs> Just what you want to do: have a candlelight vigil with a bunch of coworkers you never talked yeah, to. Yeah, no shit. And oh. some cake, <laughs> cookie party. Um, <laughs> well, guys, that's been our show. Do you think we solved that problem or what? I, I think, think so. we did. Let us know. I mean, if she's like shitty to you after like you reach out casually, then, then you fuck know. it, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it's fine. Like just every, I don't know. I always try to remember whenever like a friend or like a relationship breaks up of just like, this is, this wasn't wasted time. This is like something that I learned and I grew as a person because of this person in my life and maybe my time with them is just over. Like a person that you have a connection with that falls out of your life. Totally. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Jessica, what song are you playing for a second? She's going to play a song <laughs> from her upcoming <laughs> album. <laughs> and we'll see what that is. Oh, no. surprise. Um, yeah, from her com- upcoming album called Planes, that'll be out early next year. Fuck yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. where can people find you on the internet and stuff? Your you can go to my website, jessicarotter.com. Um, follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, cool. Jessica Rotter. And um, yeah, everything's on my website. So go to iTunes, Spotify, everything. Awesome. All there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Go check her out. And, thank uh, you. Thank you so much for being our guest. I loved it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being Barbara's cousin. (laughs) Good job. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Like a lion dragged into the desert Waiting for the world to burn Like a child born without a mother Fire and rain she could learn Burning feathers Flying through a night sky Could they be our hopes or our fears You can't hear me But everyone can feel my spark Ignite from somebody's tears I'm a flame With my
Get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.